0: When they had to um, blast, they chiseled into the rock, stuffed the rock with black powder, stuck a fuse in it, lit the fuse, and then ran like hell.
1: You're listening to the Thousand Islands Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Brooke Nichols, and I'm excited to have you here with us today. When I came to the Thousand Islands, I was floored by the close-knit and caring community. I wanted to find out what it is that makes the people here so special. I created this podcast dedicated to finding out the answer. As you may have noticed, we have been on hiatus since uh, since our most recent lockdown, and that's a technical issue on my part. I did not have the capabilities to uh, have interviews over Zoom or phone, so uh, I'm so sorry to our listeners for dropping the ball in that regard, and I promise we are back up and running and we're going to be releasing weekly episodes, and in the event of another lockdown... I can't make any promises. But anyways, I'm so happy to have everyone back. I'm so happy to be back. And I'm here today with Peter Yurdin. Hi, Peter.
0: Hi, Brooke. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Just loving the day.
1: Um, I'm so excited to have you here back as our first guest. And you recently changed careers, which I really want to talk about.
0: Yeah, well, I just retired from teaching. I uh, just retired from teaching and... uh uh, so I thought, you know, I can't just sit at home. I have to have something to do. So I've become a roving tourism ambassador for the city.
1: This is very exciting. And we're going to delve into this. Before we get to that, how would our listeners know you?
0: Well, they could know me from my teaching career. I spent 22 years in the classroom teaching and whatnot. Wow. Uh, I was also a maitre d at the Royal Brock for uh, several years. So I had a lot of customers that would know me from that. And, of course, my theater experience has always been uh, one of those things that's put me on the stage and highlighted my, my presence in the city, I guess.
1: And that, for our listeners, is how Peter and I know each other is through theater. That's
0: and right. now
1: I run into him all the time outside the tunnel when I'm walking my dog. Yes. And um, I think there is one more thing on your resume that I definitely want to delve into that you didn't mention, uh, which is your weddings.
0: Oh yes, I'm a wedding officiant. Uh, that's true. I did become, uh, about three years ago, I, I took the plunge and thought, you know, I have to have something else to do in retirement. So uh, I'm not one to sit on my laurels, I guess. So I went and I did all the courses and I'm now a, a registered uh, officiant with the province of Ontario. So I can perform your wedding.
1: That is very exciting. And actually, I had the privilege of viewing Peter's backyard recently, and he has a lovely setup back there, don't you?
0: Yeah, it's pretty nice venue. Lena and I have is my, my wife, and I have worked very hard to uh, create a venue. It's not a very big space, maybe 10 or 12, 15 people at tops, but it's, it's a great space to uh, have. Better than the city hall where you have four walls, right? Oh, yeah. You can come. You can have a picture with me or in my gardens. I have lovely gardens back there that you can have your picture taken. And, of course... I performed the, the wedding. So.
1: And they're much more grammable, if you will, than City Hall because there's a pretty arch, there's gardens, it's beautiful. So I thought that was really impressive. Thank you. And I would like to step into your history. How did you end up living and settled and here in the Thousand Islands?
0: Well, I was born and raised, so I grew up here. All right. I left a couple of times. Uh, one time was to go live in Ottawa, which didn't last very long, just under a year. Um, And then I uh, moved back to Brockville. And then I moved to Sault Ste. Marie on my way to Vancouver. I never made it to Vancouver. You stopped. But I stopped in Sault Ste. Marie to get a job. Met my wife. Had a baby. The rest is history. Came back to Brockville to raise my family because we had another baby coming. and So I have three kids, and that's why I'm back in Brockville.
1: Well, everyone is very glad that you didn't make it out to B.C. and that you came back.
0: Eventually, I did make it, but only to visit.
1: Only to visit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. beautiful place, so we're here. I've never been. I really yeah. want to go. You should go. What was it that brought you back to Brockville and staying here? What is it that you love about it here?
0: i love I love the fact that it's the small town, right with a lot of amenities. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that if I want to go to the theater, I'm very shortly going to Toronto. I can go once it opens. I can go back to theater in Toronto. I can go to Ottawa for the day to shop. I can go to Montreal all within half a day, not even a day's drive.
1: To our listeners, uh he means the theater, not the Galaxy Cinema.
0: Yes. That, <laughs> that's theater <true>. snob. <laughs> No, I totally Sorry. agree.
1: We're we're a small town with a big city feel, and we're close to so many great spots. Exactly. I love that. And you have been, especially lately, super involved in the community here. So I'd love to hear your answer to this. What does community mean to you? Uh,
0: community does mean involvement. Um, I really believe that if you're going to be part of this community, you should partake in as many things as you possibly can. Um, I spent many years as a kinsman. Uh, giving back that way. Um, and then when that when I finished that, um, my time had come to the end there, I decided that I would go into theater, you know but I've coached volleyball, I've coached football. Uh, so being involved in the community is a, is a big plus for me and um, I'm able to do that. so I, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The, the connection aspect of it where oh. like you feel like you know you get so much from it and you want to also contribute. Exactly. As well. Can you think of an example or a time that community kind of shone through for you or your town or your community, be it the theater community or Brockville itself, or um, like that really came through and helped you in a jam?
0: Uh, Well, I, I, you know, I'm thinking about this now. I have to say the ice storm. When, in 1998, when we had the ice storm here, um, I, was, I had just started working at TIS at the time, and uh, the, the sense of community there was incredible, from the mayor, from Bruce Wiley, from everybody down, um, and all the people that volunteered their time in the kitchen to help feed the community. You know, Crisco was in there with their big refrigerator truck and, and power truck to power the school because we had no power. Yeah. Um, so, and it was it was just, and that probably meant the most sense of community to me. Um, this is a very giving, caring community. A lot of times, um, palliative care telethon, we're always breaking and setting uh, new standards and above the board kind of thing. So, very giving, very caring community. And so, but that's the big one. Is yes. the ice storm.
1: Yes, and it it fascinates me that that affected so many people's lives. And, I mean, I was born, but it's something that I have no memory of. (laughs) But I've definitely heard a lot of crazy stories about that ice storm, and it really forced people uh, to show their colors in community because everyone had to rely on each other, right?
0: That's right, really, truly did. I can remember taking in, um, because one of my buddies was with the Coast Guard, and he was never home uh, during the ice storm time, um, his family moved in with us. Oh wow! And he would come for dinner and stuff like that. But he was like almost on 24-7 because he's fairly high up in the Coast Guard. So that, my mom came with us for a while. And, of course, we had to make sure we drank the wine before it went bad.
1: Well, don't waste it. <laughs> Can't That's waste just the wine. a shame. <laughs> we have priorities here. <laughs> and what do you like to do on your off time? What's your favorite activity?
0: Theater. Theater, uh, yeah. It, it truly is. Uh, performing, directing, producing, any of the above. I, I just love it. Um and it's it's now my new hobby
1: anything uh, anything on the horizon?
0: as a matter of fact, um I'm hoping to put forward if we get back in the theater very soon um, I'm hoping to put forward a little shop of horrors i'm Ooh. I'm looking it'll be my first directorial debut in a musical, so I'm kind of uh, excited and uh, Yancey at the same time.
1: New challenges, of course like Always. you said, you're not one to rest on your what did you call it laurels, laurels Yes, that's what we're calling it these days <laughs> <laughs> um give me a standout memory that took place in the thousand islands good bad ugly embarrassing funny anything you want
0: it was funny it was very early i was like 18 19 years old and i was working probably uh and i was working at the royal brock which at the time was called the skyline hotel for you people who would Uh, remember that um and what happened was one i think it was so or x1 exxon almost like a valdez kind of thing they had a uh an oil oil tanker crack up on one of the islands and uh, i was brought in specially to man the switchboards because it was the old plug-in type where you plugged in and you connected people like room 212 to the oh it was cool so i was brought in to handle the switchboard
1: so you must have had experience doing that
0: well i was a bellhop there oh what they call a porter now Right, wow. so I, w- I would work the front desk. I would deliver luggage and room service and stuff like that. And uh, I was it was my weekend off when they when the when it ran aground and uh, it was so that was kind of eventful.
1: It sounds like you saved the day.
0: Oh wow! Well, what I'm uh, getting you, from that is yeah, that's that's right. If yeah. it hadn't been for me, the whole place would have went under. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: what I thought. Day saver Peter over here, everyone. <laughs> All right, it's a typical Friday night. During COVID, not during COVID, it's up to you. Where are you and what are you doing?
0: Okay, typical Friday night in the summertime, um, non-COVID. I'm at my neighbor's or my neighbors are at my house, my friends. Um, You were privy to that last week. Yep, finally got an invite. My very eclectic group of friends. (laughs) um, We sit around and we bash each other and we have a couple of uh, wobbly pops and... uh, that's my typical Friday. In the wintertime, it used to be Bud's on the Bay, but it's now no longer there. Sadly. So we have to find a new home. I think it's going to be Moose McGuire's. But
1: they have an awesome balcony there.
0: They do. And, yep. a, and a great big table where all my friends can sit and yes. enjoy.
1: Yes. Peter has many friends. Must have yeah. COVID must have been a real struggle for you.
0: It, it truly was. I mean, A, from the teaching aspect, because I was a teacher and trying to teach vis-a-vis zoom or whatever not we were the doing um we would still meet on fridays but it would be zoom meetings oh my god! so we would we would sit on our deck or in our in our living room or whatever and we would all have a beer or Aww. whatever and and zoom that's actually very other.
1: sweet no one can ever accuse you of not being technologically savvy because i hate zoom
0: <laughs> so i do a lot of my wedding meetings on zoom especially the ones outside okay um because like i have a i have one tomorrow night or yeah tomorrow night um with with a bride and groom from carp right so to save me driving up or them driving down or meeting halfway we're going to do the meeting on zoom to get ready for their wedding
1: and that makes perfect sense yeah save time save gas I am about to hit you with some rapid-fire questions. Okay, shoot. So, the goal is don't think, just answer. Um, You can pass, but if you pass too many times, I'm going to mock you mercilessly. Okay. Um, I can't
0: believe that, but okay. I know,
1: it does seem unlike me. I'm very unlike you. (laughs) Okay, ready? Favorite restaurant?
0: Uh, Buell Street Bistro. Favorite community event? Uh, Ribfest. Favorite park? St. Lawrence Park.
1: Very good choice. Favorite local attraction?
0: Uh, the tunnel.
1: Yeah, I thought he was gonna call the tunnel out here. Um, favorite season and why?
0: Summer, because winter is far too long and too cold.
1: Yep, agreed. Cat person or dog person? Uh,
0: dog person. Have had both.
1: Okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be?
0: Uh, the and this is going to sound sappy, um, but it would be the ability to heal.
1: Ah, that's very sweet. Describe Brockville in one word. Beautiful. Very good. If you could put one sentence on the welcome to Brockville sign, what would it say? Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Straight to the point. A pragmatist here. Um, if you could add one feature to the area, what would it be? Water park. Oh, yeah. I would love that. If you could take one thing away, what would it be? The dump. Okay. I mean, you got to have somewhere to put your garbage, but maybe we could have it, like, further yeah. away from the town.
0: It doesn't have to be on California Avenue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As we expand, that may happen. Who knows? Yeah. If you absolutely had to move to another city or town, where would you go?
0: Toronto. Downtown.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay. It would have
0: to be downtown, though.
1: Really? Yeah, Even downtown. after COVID and everything? Well, I mean,
0: I'm not taking COVID into the fact, but yeah. uh, um, I'm looking at the fact that all the things I love, dining, theater. Yep. Right, Walking about a community is all downtown in Toronto.
1: Yeah, okay. No, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Name a hidden or underrated gem in Brockville.
0: I'm going to say Hardy Park. Hardy Park is is a really grand little place Mm -hmm. um, that's probably underrated a little bit.
1: Hardy Uh, Park is beautiful. It doesn't seem to get as much attention as like Centine and St. Lawrence. I'd have to agree. Yeah. Finish this sentence. You know you're from Brockville when...
0: I don't think I can, <laughs> because what I want to say is it was a saying that uh, you're, like you're staving. If you sell somebody, you're staving. That's a Brockville saying.
1: I have n- exactly because you're not from Brockville. Yeah, no, never heard it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it well, you know you're from Brockville if you know what staving, staving means. means. Okay. Yeah. Is it something you can share on the air? Or? Sure. It okay. just
0: means you're 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 falling down drunk. Oh. You're just staving <laughs> drunk.
1: Okay, well, you know you're from Brockville if you've been Staven or you know what Staven means. Yeah. Um, name another Thousand Islands resident you admire and why?
0: Bruce Wiley. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I kind he's kind of my mentor in the, fo- in the fellowship kind of thing. Um, he's very involved in the community. He's a man who moved here oh, 50-some years ago and has stayed where I think he could have gone on to be bigger and better. But he stayed in the local area, and he's and he developed his his own sense of belonging, yeah. even though he's not from here.
1: And contributes like oh, crazy, unbelievable. absolutely. Unbelievable. We were lucky enough to have for, uh, Bruce as our first guest on the show. Oh, so nice. anyone who hasn't heard that episode can always go back and listen. Um, North End or downtown. Uh, downtown. Yeah, saw that one coming. Prescott or Mallory Town.
0: Uh, Prescott.
1: Okay. Have you ever been through the tunnel? How many
0: times? (laughs) How many times have I not been through the tunnel, I guess would be the big thing. Probably uh, before it was built as what the attraction now, probably six or seven times. As a kid, I went through the tunnel when you weren't supposed to. Of course. Um, uh, And then I went through when they were planning the tunnel. I had a little tour um, before and then... Now it's like daily.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. So for anyone who uh hasn't caught on to this, uh, Peter now with his job for Brockville Tourism is the tunnel ambassador much of the time. So if you're going by the tunnel, uh near um South End. Near the Blockhouse Island, sorry, yep. Uh you will likely see Peter uh what, like four or five days a week?
0: Uh three days, three ships a day okay. a week. It's just part time.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's how I knew that he was going to choose the tunnel as his attraction. Now, this is a good one. Describe the tunnel as you would to someone who has never been through it.
0: Wow. Um, this is, could be taken forever. Uh, because the the, the tunnel is, is, living history. Um, it, it continues to, uh, to, uh, enthuse me I guess for the lack of a better word even now even though I grew up in Brockville even though in my very first jobs in the hospitality industry I would talk about the tunnel I've learned so much this summer more so than I ever learned before um, about the tunnel you know it's it's complete history when the first train actually went through the time it built the fact that it was built before dynamite uh, was invented so when when they had to um, blast they chiseled into the rock, stuffed the rock with black powder, stuck a fuse in it, lit the fuse and then ran like hell Yikes. at the other end. So yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a lot of work that would go into that. Holy yes, moly. Very much. Dangerous work.
0: Well, we we figured it was built by Scottish masons and Irish backs.
1: Huh. Okay. Well, that is definitely a a view of the tunnel that I've never had. (laughs) Um, Have you been to the Aquatarium? how many times?
0: Uh, Probably six or seven times. I've taken my granddaughter there twice. Um, I've had meetings there a couple of times. And uh, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've actually went to a party there one time.
1: Was it a kid's party?
0: No, it oh, was okay. an adult party.
1: Because every time I see those ropes, I'm like, this would be the time of my life if I were about three feet tall. Yes. If only. Yeah. All right. Well, if people want to follow or get in touch with you, what's the best way to do it?
0: Uh, well, they can follow me on Facebook. Um, obviously, uh, Peter uh, Yerden. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have my web page, which I can't remember what it is. I think it's Peter uh, Peter's Weddings ad. I haven't really ever on in my Facebook on my webpage. so well I guess he's not that. a not
1: a shameless self promoter people but you can follow him on Facebook Peter Yurden and you could message him oh, yeah. uh, via Get messenger mess- yeah
0: via yeah. messenger anytime
1: yeah so if you have any questions about weddings or Brockville tourism or teaching or any of the other subjects he is very knowledgeable about you can go ahead and reach out to him yeah. And uh, before I do my usual sign off, I just want to say again, thanks again for listening. I'm so happy to be back on the air post hiatus. And um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. I would love to hear suggestions. I would love to hear guest suggestions. If you want to be on the show, if you have a friend that you think would be great to be on the show, um, I'm running out of friends to pressure into being on my show and I'm going to have to start hitting people up on the street. So I would absolutely love some feedback. Back from any of our listeners. So, Peter, thank you so much for being on our show. You are appreciated and you make our town a better place.
0: Oh, thanks, Brooke.
1: (laughs) Again, thanks so much for listening. Signing off, if you'd like to hear more, please give us a review, comment on our Facebook page, or visit the website at thousandislandspodcast.com and let us know your feedback, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. You can also email me directly at thousandislandspodcast at gmail.com. I'm absolutely taking suggestions for guests and content. And remember, community is about doing something together that makes belonging matter. Enjoy your day!